Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Stable of Studs podcast. I'm your host, Tank Rodriguez, and of course, our other co-host, we have James Dean. What, what? And of course, Adam Danger. Pleasure to be here. Uh, Tanner Turdway is actually uh, stuck in Saudi, and along with, uh, actually, weirdly enough, Chaos with an X. That's right, Tank. Uh, you know, I know I come on here with a lot of jocularity and a lot of a lot of hype, but uh, believe me, fans, uh, when I say with a very somber heart that uh, I've not spoken with Chaos uh, in the past eight days. Uh, he was in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Uh, he wasn't actually in Crown Jewel, but there was actually a smaller show mm-hmm. outside Crown Jewel. Mm-hmm. It was a, a smaller gem, mm-hmm. if you will. Uh, so Brown Gem. That's yeah. what it was called, right? Yeah. Brown Gem. Brown Gem. Brown yeah. Gem. But I mean, you know, there was there were upwards of twenty people there. Uh, what I've heard, and again, this is more of a plea. If there's anyone all over the globe, I know we have listeners all over the globe. If there's anyone that can get a message out through Juno email or Tout, uh, please let uh, Chaos with an X know that I'm I'm working with U.S. officials here to try to get in touch and bring him back to the United States. Gotcha. And but strangely, how are you here? Uh, that that's a great question. Uh, I was talking to my good friend uh, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Oh, uh, he actually flew out on his private plane. Uh, he allowed me to to actually come aboard the plane. I had some business to talk about, potential deals, potential uh, uh, you know new stars I can bring in to NXT. Uh, as I was on the plane, the plane took off. I actually came back to the United States. I I. Don't want to say I forgot or neglected. Unfortunately, I just assumed Chaos was going to be able to to come back uh, on, on a different flight. That's not been the case. So to all our fans out in uh, Red Bank, New Jersey, uh, that were going to be at the, uh, I believe it was the... Uh, I think it's the Stop and Shop? Stop and Shop. Yes, lot. we were going to hit up the Stop and Shop circuit there in New Jersey. Uh, to those uh, 20 fans, again, I just want to say, uh, you know, we will come back. Hold on to your tickets. There, there won't be any need for a refund. Just hold on. We're but there is that. a no refund policy to begin with. That's right. That's yeah. right. But there's no need to ask for one. Okay. <laughs> don't, don't, yeah, don't, don't waste don't, your time. Yeah, don't. But again, uh, fans, uh, this is my voice. This is my hand reaching to your hand in the widest communication of people around the globe saying, chaos, come home. Yeah, and also, um, we we uh, we want uh, oh oh my god, who's that? I don't know. Let's find out. Hello, and welcome to the Stable of Studs. This is Tank Rodriguez. Who's speaking? Hey, it's Tanner. Um, T- Tanner, uh, how's the show? Uh, how's the show going? Tanner, you're we've been looking for you in chaos with an X. How are you doing? Well, so, um, I wouldn't say it wrapped up, but we just left the show, um, titled The, the Golden Kalashnikov. Um, it was a pretty good show. Um, I do need to say that, uh, Chaos stabbed a guy, oh. um, but nobody's really sure if it was a work or not, so everybody left. Oh, okay. So, yeah, we just got done yeah. talking with Adam Danger. He hasn't even heard from uh, Chaos with an X in eight days. What's going on? Um, last I saw, I mean... He stabbed him. I mean, he won. I mean, because he stabbed the guy. So, okay. yeah, he's got a win under the belt, but... Uh, Was it New uh, Jack? Just pretty ugly out here. Okay. All right. Well, uh, when do y'all... Pl- are you with him right now? Are y'all coming home? 
No, I'm, I'm terrified of that guy. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not. I'm, go, I'm going anywhere near him. Holy shit. Okay. Probably a good decision. Yeah. Uh, Tanner, this is uh, Adam Danger here. I just want to make sure. Uh, you When you said he stabbed a guy, was this with a uh, an international object or a foreign object, if you will? Uh, no, he pulled it out of his tights, so I'm kind of worried about, like, you know, that he might have nicked an artery, um, you know, doing some spots earlier in the match. I was worried you'd say that. Well, Tanner... Is he known to do that? It's not something that we go over in uh, Nightstairs uh, Wrestling Academy, but, uh, you know, sometimes you, you do have to improvise. Well... Okay, well, I mean, he fucking improvised. He did. Tanner, uh, we appreciate you calling in. And checking in with us, we're so glad that you're safe, uh, or as safe as you can be. Uh, we look forward well, to your I don't return. Know about that yet. Yeah, we look we look forward to your return, and hopefully we see you next week. Okay, bud. All right, sounds good. I gotta go. I gotta find some place to hide. All right, Tanner Chordway, everybody. Bye. Godspeed. All right, bye. Great cell service over there in Saudi. Yeah, that, I mean, is, is that phone card? How's that working? Oh, I, I'm not an international traveler. It's one of those so. cell phones with the really big antenna. Right. Okay. Good. Well, uh, just some late-breaking news from uh, our, our good uh, co or actual ghost co-host, Mike. Uh, Kenny Omega was stopped from going into Japan for the third time since leaving New Japan, and there was an attempt to get him banned from the country for 10 years. He made it in, uh, but there are uh, bitter feelings from Omega and Nick Jackson. Whoa, what? Uh, this is from The Observer. Uh, yeah, this is... The mailman, Mike D, had told me a rumor that he was actually going to be uh, possibly, possibly facing Dragon Lee. Yeah, I saw that which too, Which would yeah. be amazing. I would love to see that match, but I'm wondering what what the what Japan's problem is. That's all we have as of right now. So it's uh, a developing form. story. That, yeah, it looks like a developing story right there, uh, and then we'll, we'll definitely keep you in the loop on that one. Uh, of course, that one is not a work. <laughs> no, a lot of international <laughs> issues, so to speak, in the past. But days. Uh, now that the, the uh, no pun intended, that chaos is over with. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, let's actually talk about the legitimate uh, holdover uh, after Crown Jewel. Right. Um, so apparently, um, you know, 75% of the roster uh, couldn't make it back on time. That's right. Uh, well, here's what we do know is that they had the show... Uh, the Crown Jewel show, and they still had planned to fly uh, the SmackDown roster back to the United States, back to Buffalo, New York, to make the show. Just bad planning in general. Right, yeah. I mean, you're cutting things razor thin. Uh, what we do know is that for whatever reason, uh, the plane did not leave the tarmac for, you know, 6 to 12 hours. Uh, so a lot of superstars were, were kind of left in the dark. Uh, we do know that Vince McMahon and his inner circle... Uh, were able to leave on their own jet, as well as I believe Brock Lesnar uh, chartered his own private uh, with along with Hogan. Uh, so they were actually able to leave the country, uh, while the majority, let's say you know ninety percent of the the uh, talent had to stay in Saudi Arabia, uh, as well as I think they were trying to get the SmackDown uh, talent to fly separately. So it was it was it was. Uh, a mess, to say the least. Yeah. And unfortunately, we don't really know what the issue was, what it caused. There was um, there was reports that it was possibly a mechanical failure. There were also reports of uh, pilots being tired, you know, after long flights, they have to reset, uh, which kind of begs the question, why couldn't we get new pilots? Why couldn't we get a different plane? Right. Uh, why, you know, why was this so uh, mishandled? Uh, which only kind of leads to even more questions and uh, potential talked 
conspiracy theories uh, with respect to Vince McMahon and his dealings with the Saudi prince. Yeah, and again, everything's on speculation at this point. Uh, we know, I mean, I think it's best to, to suspect that something other than mechanical failures is up, to, you know, is the reason why that happened. Uh, but again, we can't prove it. We weren't there, and obviously no one else is talking. I mean, it's kind of funny, though. I mean, who are we going to turn to for the truth? Vince McMahon or the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, right? <laughs> I mean, you're not, those well, aren't real bastions of... As you just stole the word right out of my mouth, as I say... Bastions of honesty and openness. <laughs> uh, so, but I do know. I mean, what what are what were the consequences? And I think uh, this week in wrestling was shaped by the consequences of this, not only for WWE, uh, the SmackDown, Raw, and NXT, but also in a small way for AEW. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, yeah, I saw the sign for AEW. Uh, and it says, AEW doesn't leave no man behind. <laughs> right. And I even think to the more uh, Cody's promo, which we're going to talk about in a little bit, that was yeah. an incredible promo. A part of that promo was that we are Ellis Island. When you're sick and you're tired of where you are, we are the welcoming shores for you to come in. Right? <laughs> and so I don't think, I don't think, he chose those words very, very carefully. And I don't think that's a, uh, I don't think that's kind of a careless remark on his end. But with the swerve, Randy Orton does sign a, a new five-year deal yeah. with yeah. Uh, WWE, which, whatever, you this know. Saw the writing on the wall. Like yeah. Being, yeah. Yeah. Nice little troll there. He's a notorious troll, so. Yeah. So, uh, good for him. I'm sure it was a large amount of money. Sure. And I'm sure he's very happy. I mean, I'm not going to say, I mean, in that five years, I don't think he has another title run. Uh, maybe you know, maybe inter the IC champ, but yeah. I don't think world title at all. And I think he's fine with that. What else? What else does he really need to accomplish? Yeah, exactly. And Just I think he's he's. I think he's doing it for the money. I mean, I'm not saying this even in a negative way. I think he's doing it for the money, the security. I think he's fine with his role. He's not. Yeah. He's never been. You know. Um, he's never cared so much to be a John Cena. Yeah. His attitude. He's just too much of a. Too much of a uh, wild card, if you will. Right. Yeah. That's a that's a good question, though. Heart. Like, what's a what's a good way to to retire from wrestling if it's up to you? Like, do you just do you do the cash grab and just you know fizzle out, and then as your time comes to an end, it comes to an end, or do you? I mean, granted, it was based off of injury, like for Austin, yeah. uh, but some guys like Rock or even even Cena, like Cena, kind of sort of left on top. You know, yeah. I mean, and, and granted, he's not gone, gone. Yeah. But like, well, I mean, we'll get to it when we talk about. Raw and SmackDown this week, I guess. But, like, if you think of what's been happening with Brian lately, I think that's what you do. I, I've, I've always believed in that old-school mentality of, like... Passing the torch. You, and you go out on, you go out on, on the bottom, and you go out on, the back, on, your, on your back, and yeah. you build new stars. Like, um, you use your clout to, to secure stars for the new future. So, I mean... Yeah, because Hogan did that. Yeah. <laughs> well, but, okay, well, I'll ask you this. Hogan's how, the worst example how many to use stars, sort of. How many stars that we think of that are, are kind of, that have just hit retirement age have stayed with the WWE their entire career? I, uh, not even Undertaker. You know, he started in WCW, but he's been in the WWE. That's, when I think of Randy Orton, I have to think of guys like The Undertaker who have just stayed with the WWE for decades now. Sean. Uh, Sean, right? Uh, and what have they done? They kind of gracefully Trips. go... I'm going to retire. Even Triple H hasn't really ever said, I'm retiring. He just kind of, well, I'm in charge of NXT. But every yeah. WrestleMania, there's probably like a Triple H spot or a quick match he can he can lace up for. So that could be something for Randy Orton, too. Yeah. 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 And, and honestly, I wish him all the best. You know, you know, that's a great 
I'm sure there's like a seven figure in that in that contract. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. But that, that, that money's not for everybody. It's only yeah. for the select few of a Randy Orton and Cena, uh, Cena, and Brock. I think part of Vince McMahon has always seen Randy Orton as a possible John Cena replacement. Uh, I mean, there was time when you could definitely tell he was their next guy. Yeah. But Randy Orton's is his own. He's own. He he is his own worst enemy. For sure. Especially for a long time when he would just constantly gas. piss off the, yeah. the you know. The corporate people, but um, but I think like you know, he's always been a great, you know, right underneath the main event picture, and not necessarily mid card. No, no, like yeah. upper, upper, upper mid card. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if you can ever say like, was he ever dogging it at any point? I think he could always just put in and he a sufficiently go, good match. Yeah. It was always, yeah. and he always looked good. Uh, he could deliver a promo. You can, and really thinking about it now, how many different people has he just had a program with that it. At some point or another, it worked, right? He could kind of work with anybody. I'll give him this, though, too. That motherfucker still looks like he's 28. For sure. He looks amazing for his age, so... His body does. Yeah, and I think even his... I mean, he, again, he's gotten older, but, like, yeah. he doesn't look as bad as, like... Oh, yeah. You know, I could rock give a ton roll. of examples. Rock and roll. Uh, well, it's not <laughs> Oh, boy. The rock and roll. That's the bottom of the barrel. God, right. but they can still work. I know. Anyway, they all right, so... Did I tell you what my wife said after they took a bump on uh, on AEW? She called it elder abuse. Oh my god! And I said that's not something you can joke about. Hey, but hey, hats off to them being on two of the three main yeah, shows. No, that was exciting. I, like, I, it did, it I mean, did well, I mean I'm more more rock and rolls. I, I've always been a fan. Even like even the age where you're like these guys couldn't fucking beat a cold. But you know, like uh, yeah, I love Rock and Roll Express. What's my other? Taking those great bumps. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, that's weird energy right there. Anyway. We're excited for the Rock and Roll Express. We're yeah. not excited for... All right, so we'll, we'll, let's jump into it. It looks like we're kind of ranting here for a little bit. Shocking. <laughs> and a, a good first 15 minutes. So, um, yeah, so SmackDown was the best SmackDown Fox could ever ask for. Yeah. It was a blessing in disguise, you know, for uh, NXT. Uh, I think, um, man, I got really excited. I honestly thought Sean was going to fight Daniel Bryan. Right, for a bit. yeah. I no. was like, ooh. That was actually really interesting. That was a good tease. Yeah. That was a very good tease. I saw it Saturday morning. No, no, not me. Oh, boy. <laughs> I saw SmackDown Saturday morning. I, there were a few things I was nitpicking. One, that you could see that they replayed a large part of uh, Crown Jewel during SmackDown just to kind of fill time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, when you did bring in the, the NXT stars, I think the SmackDown crowd there weren't as they weren't as familiar with the NXT of course. people. So you can see a lot of people sitting on their hands. So for guys like us, marks like us, we were pretty excited. This is great. It was great to see Daniel Bryan and, and uh, Adam Cole. However, I think for largely that SmackDown audience that paid tickets to come to see their SmackDown uh, entertainers, SmackDown uh, stars, stars, I think they were largely quiet. It wasn't until the end of the Bryan match and Adam Cole that they kind of really got it. They kind of got into the match. It was a fucking great match, man. But I think the crowd themselves were largely dead. They just kind of sat there looking at it. Yeah. I felt felt like by the time the Raw came around, the Raw audience was super into it. Like, they were popping hard for the NXT. Yeah. Well, wasn't NXT, like, didn't NXT follow Raw in the beginning? Like, it would be Raw and then NXT on the network? Or no? No, I think it was usually... No, Raw, uh, SmackDown was on Wednesdays. Right, no, I'm talking about NXT, though. I thought it was... Like, that's back what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. NXT was on Wednesdays the entire time it was on the network. Oh, okay. So, um, 
So never mind. Yeah, like but, I mean, but again, though, if you think about it, though, but if you think about it, though, two hundred five, four hundred five, a bunch of husky guys running around the juggernaut thing. <laughs> that would be my favorite <laughs> division. I would love that. That would be my favorite. God, that would be amazing. Just, just hoss is hitting each other. <laughs> There's not enough uh, dudes over four hundred in wrestling at this point in my career. Well, yeah, yeah, they're not alive. So I, I think I think that was the highlight. Um, Dude, can we talk about the fact that like Adam Cole got a clean win over Daniel Bryan, like? That's huge. So, so I, I did want to bring that up at the end, uh, as far as, sm- I mean NXT just kicking the ass and kicking asses, you know, for SmackDown and Raw. Yeah, right. Like that. Mean to me, it's like get your shine in uh, on, on, you know, on on the shows and then lose on the pay per view. That's, I mean, that's what I think it's building for. Like it, it's going to be caliber well, matches. They're also smart enough to know, like, look, we have this wealth of talent. They have they're a legitimate second brand or I mean third, third brand, but I mean they have their own like they're their own company as yeah. far as like you know branded WWE versus branded NXT. Right. But we have this third show that is competing against a legitimate threat or a mm-hmm. legitimate competitor, I should say. So it was great TV time, and I guarantee you, as we'll discuss the ratings, you know, for yeah. this week, it probably had a big deal. They probably all those Raw and SmackDown people who may not have been watching NXT. Um, which I can't see that. I don't know how that even exists. I don't know how you would be a WWE fan and then not want to. Well, yeah, but if you're like well, twelve, but and like... still, I don't know. No, but... honestly, this is probably like the the third or fourth NXT show that I watched in full. Yeah. Not even kidding, and I I'm kicking myself in the ass. Yeah, well, we'll talk about. That. But, yeah. I, but I think, um, I think the other thing that makes sense too is for the past five years when we've done uh, Survivor Series, you get to November. And all the feuds that were going on in SmackDown, all the feuds that were going on Raw, just instantly disappear. Right, everything's gone. And everyone gone. just puts on a blue T-shirt and then runs into Raw and beats people up. And then everyone puts on a red T-shirt and runs into SmackDown. And it's it's kind of silly because you're like, well, you know, the New Day were just beating up the Usos. And now, like, they're high-fiving each other yeah. as they're taking, like, uh, a chair boring. to, uh, you know, AJ Styles' head. But now it makes a whole lot more sense. Now that you have a third wild card uh, let's call it renegade brand of wrestling and NXT. Shout so out to that renegade. Are, that are, yeah, <laughs> that are uh, Lorenzo Lamas. <laughs> I don't remember. Renegade. Yeah, the renegade wrestler. Ren- the one that wasn't the Ultimate Warrior. Oh, didn't he yeah. pass away? He did. Yeah, oh, I think he, piece, apparently yeah. he was in a Men in Motion, which was a uh, male strip dancing. Yeah. But that's for another. That's, I heard it on another podcast. <laughs> that's that's for your other podcast that yeah. you have, yeah. Adam. Yeah. Night, very, on a yeah. separate network. It's called <laughs> Me and the Boys. <laughs> uh, no, but, but that that's a good point. I mean, going back to what I was saying, like me not being an avid NXT watcher, and now that I am, to me that makes sense now. Now that you sent that, because now I feel like instead of a wrestler getting another wrestler over, or a more ta- you know a more exposed wrestler. Getting another, you know, mid card wrestler over. Now it's like a, a show getting another show over. Yeah. You know, and might, this might be the best invasion angle we've had in twenty years, yeah. right? Like, yeah. and everything they're doing with the Seth Rollins, which again, I thought that was genius. De- Rollins was dead in the water at this point. Oh like, my god! Yeah, we, we haven't even talked about that. Yeah, and that's the thing is like how fickle the, the fucking sh- the WWE sh- audience is. Thank you. Like high five. That's what, and Tanner. That's what you know. I'm glad Tanner's. Ten thousand miles away right now, <laughs> or a thousand miles. Half I don't know how far. So, is that Oasis? Yes. God, high five for you too. High five all around. I'm such an Oasis mark. That's, That's another good. different time for a different show. Anyway, um, I wanted to start an acoustic cover Oasis band. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. 
going off the rails again. Okay, so let, let let's 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 regain some order. I feel like we've been yeah. fucking scattered because there's so much fucking wrestling going on. So much. But 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 going back, I I, I sent a picture out about Tanner. I mean about set. Yeah. Tanner. Tanner. You got Tanner Rollins. Yeah. Tanner Rollins. Tanner Turdway. Um, <laughs> about because uh, Corey Graves has a podcast mm-hmm. uh, right. after the bell. Right. Uh, he had Seth Rollins on there for the first episode, and he was just talking about exactly that, and that, that's that's been my grievance since day one. It's like. You want this guy over, he gets over, he's doing the same exact thing he did to get over, and you don't like it. Yeah. You just wanted you just wanted to see what you wanted to see for that moment. You know, it's like finding I mean, not not to be gross, but it's like finding your favorite porn video and just for that one moment and then, and then you know, only watching the thirty seconds that you last and now went watching the whole thirty minute video. You know what I mean? That's a very odd uh, <laughs> analogy, but I'll go with it. I mean, come on, it's not lost on us here. Uh, Thirty <laughs> seconds. It's called pacing yourself. That was <laughs> that was the joke. Third, anyway. So, but yeah, I'm just talking the about the marks. I'm just, I'm just. <laughs> but let's <laughs> the stable of studs. Me and the boys. Shut up. Stop. Stop. <laughs> so it, it just gets it gets me mad because it's like you want something, you get it, and that's what I'm. That's what I'm well, tired of. WWE audience has been that way for years. I mean, look at. Roman, I mean, it's been, I would say, in the last like, pull up the 10 pull. years, it's been a really bad uh, epidemic and, you know, the sort of audience reaction to booking where it's like, you know, it's just super fickle. The best example would be they're literally booing Rollins when he comes out. He mentions how, like, they're booing, he doesn't care. They're booing him. But then Triple H comes out and is like, hey, we're going to have you fight for the NXT title. Now they're cheering him. It's when they're like a five-minute segment. They went flip-flops so quick. And it's like, all right, man, whatever. So the quote was, I became the person that they wanted me to be, and they hated me for it. Yeah. And go definitely go check out Corey Graves' podcast now, after the bell. I will say this, though. He should be a heel. He's a piece of shit human being. I think even he would say he's a piece of shit human being. He's just so naturally a scumbag. That he's just a much better heel. He's always been a better yeah. heel. And I, I think the loss from Crown Jewel was a beautiful thing for him. Yeah. Because fuck the crowd. If he comes back, I mean, he comes back as a heel. And he kind of really has, like, some resemblance of that heel. Like, I don't, I don't give a damn what y'all think yeah. about me. You know what I mean? Whatever. Yeah, but that's kind of Roman big dog. The same thing, like... I'm not the good guy. I'm not the bad but guy. I think I'm I think Seth, Seth really worked when he's wrapping a steel chair around Roman's head, right? Yeah. Like just being that backstabber, that chicken shit that that he turned his back on his friends. I mean, I think that's probably the height of Seth Rollins's. I mean, when Rollins, Rollins individual came out and cashed in on that was like that's probably the biggest pop a, a quote unquote heel has gotten in so long. Yeah. But because he's, he is so naturally that character, and he's that perfect thing that doesn't exist anymore. I think Ric Flair was like probably the last great example of a quote-unquote old-school chicken-shit heel who can go. Yeah. But when he's actually in the ring, when he's not ducking or trying to get his boys to cheat, he can perform in the ring. So, right. you know, it, that's where that's the lane he needs to stay in, and he can play within that lane as far as like... Yeah. You know, but it's it's not even so much about Seth Rollins. To me, no, it's, it's more audience. about the audience. Yeah, no, I agree with you. The so audience, it's like and, 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 is and, fucking awful. Like. And, and so and so here's what I was. I, I wish Tanner was here. Um, <laughs> we wish he was here all the time. Yeah, but anyway, no, just so I could just fucking bitch him out for a little bit. <laughs> because here's the thing: everyone wants, and here's what's happening: the 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 talent doesn't know how to get over by rea- crowd reaction anymore. They know how to get over by doing these fucking crazy ass moves. So now they're conditioned to expect these high flying 
450s in the air, stopping midway to do the fucking hokey pokey, and then you fucking turn yourself around and hit the ground. And then that becomes dull. And then you got to step that up. And then you got to step that up. And then when, when you don't get that step up, it's like, oh, boo, you don't know how to wrestle. You know, and, it, and to me, that's, I mean, that's not even wrestling half the time. No. It's, it's not. And, and then. No, look, dude, look. The biggest people who dog shit on Roman, it's like, this dude can't wrestle. Bullshit. He's a great worker. Dude, he's got amazing timing, athleticism. His, like, his, his, his mic work's gotten better, too. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, yeah, I mean, Suffer and Succotash, every, everybody should hate that. Yes. But that's not his fault. It's like, he didn't write that awful promo. He just didn't know how to deliver it. Yeah. But the problem is, like, they find any bullshit reason, whether it's a valid reason or not, to just hate the person they hate. Yeah. And it's always because it's not even that person's fault. It's the person that they want. It's, oh, Daniel Bryan didn't get over. It's AJ Styles didn't get, or, you know, didn't get the push. Yeah. So they just choose a scapegoat because they have the mentality of 12-year-olds. Yeah, but, but at the same time... They Seth Rollins also suffers from having some of the worst gimmick matches we've ever seen. Like, how many times are we going to see that red light on him? Right? Like, well, I that's think that's Seth, more of a bracing. Well, he's the but he's the one that's kind of involved in it as well. Uh-huh. I, I remember some of the best stuff that Seth Rollins was doing was uh, I don't remember that Raw. It may have been a year ago where he was battling like six people and he he beat a guy. And the first two hours of Raw were just Seth Rollins wrestling people, mm-hmm. and people were like getting behind it and it made sense why because you're actually seeing him wrestle you're seeing him do things uh you're letting him do what he's you know paid to do right but when you're when you're kind of putting gimmick matches and, and you start off a, again, a program with the fiend in a hell in a cell like you're not doing him any favors yeah. right but again, not like, that's not, again that's definitely like it's the, not his booking. fault but yeah but yeah, yeah. anyway i will say this is the most excited i've been about the most interested I've been in WWE in, in months because they did something off script. They did something different. They right. were forced to pivot and try to come up with something on the fly, and they came up with a good goddamn idea. And again, I guarantee you everything that worked about that, the, la- the last two shows... It's trips. It's trips. But I think it's, it has Triple H written all yeah, over it. Yeah, it does. But just like you said, they were forced to do it. This mm. was something that they... Well, the thing all is, the everybody the keeps saying could've... that, though, but they had already advertised... There was already talk like online about uh, Survivor Series having NXT involvement, right. so they were going to involve it some way. Maybe not to the extent they did. Not not as but, soon as, but, as I mean, they how wanted many times to. Have, have they done tried to do stuff like this that it just becomes a fart in church, right? Like the execution is lacking. Vince comes in and goes, well, God, well, damn, well, they work better under pressure. We're going to talk about NXT soon. I have so much to talk about with NXT. Yeah, but I mean, okay. So SmackDown happened. SmackDown was great. Ended in. Oh, okay, so after Adam Cole gets the victory, mm-hmm. um, that's where I cut it off at. I all, mean, the, all the boys, all the NXT boys and girls come out to the ring. Who was doing commentary? Pat McAfee was yeah. doing commentary, and then he comes out and joins everyone, oh, and Triple okay. H is like, this is NXT, here we are. This is our, this is our army. Okay, <laughs> that's a yeah. good, that, that's a, both of you have a good trips. Yeah. Uh, but then Raw and, ends in a schmoz. And it was yeah, NXT. but I mean... It was a schmoz that like worked. That Keith Lee at the end. Oh, I was waiting that the whole time he's in the. They kind of like yeah. He I'm like what are you doing? Much. He's just standing in the what ring for like way and too And then long. and then Champa like uh, throws someone into him. Uh, I'm yeah. like uh, that's your dude. Like <laughs> he's, like, he's <laughs> on your team, man. <laughs> but I will say for Raw, like seeing Rollins and Adam Cole for me. That's a mania match. I want to see them go either 60 minutes Iron Man. Or I want to see them do a submission match. I want to see them have a program not unlike 
Brett and Sean because I think both of those guys can go and both they can both work. It, it goes back to I mean I remember asking you a while back like does, does is Adam Cole a main roster guy as far as Raw and SmackDown goes on a bigger platform because yeah he's Ring of Honor he's never really had a big platform to be on other than you know NXT and then now now you see him in the light and I definitely think I definitely think that's a mania mania match that's yeah. a, that's that's an like a cash yeah. ass and seats. Adam Cole is that guy. I mean, I would say MJF is currently in that role, but oh, but he is like he's just MJF should the, be at AEW. He's, he's just a perfect. He knows what being a heel is, um, and I mean, you know, one thing I was worried about was because he's not a big dude yeah. at all. Especially he stands next yeah. to big ass Triple H. But but he is a character. He's but yeah, a larger he's, than life character, yeah, and he's not as dwarfed. I mean, like he was a little. I mean, he's a little bit taller than Brian actually. But like, yeah. I'm like he can work, dude. He's like let him like. Just don't cut your hair. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Unless so, he starts losing it like every other goddamn restaurant. Well, no. If days. you're a good, I mean, if you're a legend, you have to lose your hair. Like, mm-hmm. just name it one legend. So legend one of the Grant, best once wrestlers. Once you start taking that testosterone replacement, you start losing your hair. That's just what are you a doctor now? Just how it goes. Wait, what, what, what are you saying? You start taking test T T. Who's taking T? Good lord. Anyways, it's all, like every aging wrestler. Every acu- with the these acu- these acu- all Is that, that what you're looking at? Again, <laughs> men in motion after <laughs> the stable of stuff. Well, anyways. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. That's a new name of Puffy Nips is the name of our new podcast. But uh, WWE <laughs> Creative, if you are listening, please bring back uh, Seth and Adam from Mania. And do a proper build-up. I mean, I love seeing that match. It's what I wanted to see. You, but you give keep me... saying Seth, you mean... Uh... Seth and Adam. Oh yeah, the, uh, but I want to see like a Seth month. Cole. I yeah. want like a month full of promos, and I want workout videos. I don't want a month. Like, I want three months. Just okay, fine. I want three months. I want six months. But here, <laughs> I want ten years. Eleven. All right, whatever. Twelve. I mean, I want Steamboat Savage kind of. <laughs> you know, would be great though. I'm, I'm loving this, and we'll actually dive into some more consistency of this damn show. but and we'll get to an actual actual promotion here um but i would love for seth to go to nxt and then you know go on like you know tee off on on balor you know i wouldn't like two or three weeks ago i was said sure now i'm like don't don't touch everything in NXT right now is fucking per like I don't need although well again we'll get to nxt okay all right okay okay cool so all right you know what let's um We'll start off with power. Let's okay. Go, oh, I mean, we already started. We were yeah. thirty minutes in this motherfucker. We're, yeah. uh, but let, let's start off with okay. We we, we covered Raw. We covered SmackDown. We good yeah. on that. Yeah. Okay. No. You know, um, oh AEW. But we'll get to AEW too. We'll go through it. So I mean, the only for me is like Raw ended on the schmas and AEW ended on the schmas. Yeah, but AEW's going to continue to end on the schmas. They they've been doing that, and it's like <sighs> it's, it's also the go home show. Saturdays, yeah, Saturdays exactly. pay per view, so you had to have everyone big okay. thing. Hitting so each let, let's let's exactly. run through AEW real quick, and then we'll go into NXT and Power. Um, bunch of ladies matches I don't care about. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, the only thing, the only thing I, I just can't, I dude, what was private party. I'm sorry, they're athletic as fuck, but man, they're like this. That match was not good, I'm, and you had Omega in there. You know what I mean, like. I, one one thing I've heard, I Sweet Pete Dark too for, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. But Sweet Pete Rosenberg pointed out one thing that I've never really noticed that may bother me about Private Party: their gear. It's really kind of basic, like purple pants and a weird vest. Yeah, like, I will say though they have my pl- favorite opening, like the my favorite entrance gimmick yeah. recently. It's really weird. They're athletic. I I think they need. I mean, over time, I think they'll they'll be good. 
but I'm just not feeling it right now. Everything looks so choreographed. Everything looks so telegraphed, well, too. This is what I said weeks ago, which is like, they're like still like very indie. Their whole package is very indie. AEW's so indie, yeah, man. That's what I'm starting but that's to what really saying, see. Even, they make it even like, they make it even more so where it's like, there's no, their matches aren't thought out. There's no there's story no, There's no psychology. It's spot, 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 no psychology. It's just spot, 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 spot. Yeah. yeah. And that's why when you watch like the Lucha Brothers wrestle, the like to the I guess to maybe if like you're twelve you don't really notice it, but dude, like the the difference in experience and, and ring yeah. awareness between some a team like the Lucha Brothers versus But see it's here's the thing. you you grew up watching Lucha though, right? I watched a lot of Lucha. A, I mean, a lot. Okay, yeah, yeah. More in my So Lucha, like I mean, if you I mean, if you're not familiar with it, doesn't really have a lot of psychology. No, it's spots. Yeah, yeah it, it's a spot fest, but I mean, I mean, well, I don't want to call it spot fest. I will call it arm drag fest. Yeah, exactly, it's fluid, a, like you can. But there's that. more consistency but that's the thing to is, it. Though, yeah, but that's the one thing is why, um, uh, Ray Phoenix and Pentagon, Pentagon, what do they call him? Penta Dark Zero. I know. I love Penta. He's Penta was, Dark Thirty. Exactly, but um, <laughs> though because they've had experience in Japan, in in America, yeah. in England, exactly. they've traveled the world. They have all that knowledge. They've learned from other people. Yeah, they have experience so they bring that in, and and again i mean i you know the, there's the family connection the fact they're both just fucking gifted wrestlers but yeah. um they just they bring like a full they feel like legitimate pro wrestlers where private party still seem like two dudes that just came off the fucking carnival yeah. circuit so but they're, nice. i mean they're athletic yeah absolutely they're athletic and they're, and they're talented over, so i mean and, but if we, they're over with a fickle audience yeah, no, gentlemen fun size marco stunt I don't know, dude. What is going on? I even here? sent I, that. I, I don't want to touch, man. I even sent that meme that or that uh, a screenshot where it was the most <laughs> unwrestler thing. It was like, weird. Like, <laughs> guys, like, okay, but I it's like it's like he won, like he like it's a uh, 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 make a wish, a make a wish thing that we nobody's oh filled the rest. Oh my god! Yes, I mean, but okay, but when you talk about lucha, like you'll see guys too that are short in stature, you know. Uh, possible dwarfism, but they can still move around the ring and jump around, and they're fluid. Did, and you, did you see Meltzer compared Marco Stunt to Brody Jr. or Little Brody? Remember, Little Brody had a <laughs> yeah. like I had a midget for a little bit. Yeah. He compared him like and I like I. Here's the thing: the way Marco Stunt works mm-hmm. is if he, he only does like hurricanranas, half yeah. scissors. He's got jump over the know, rope. He's got. He can't be punching dudes. It can't be ground and pound. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> If he and if he's like, if if he's not going over that match, better be like five minutes. The thing is, like I had said a while ago, when they, it's like I almost it's like AEW should have a cruiserweight division. Yeah. The problem is everybody in their fucking roster would basically qualify it's for thin. the cruiserweight. It's thin, man. Yeah. It's... Well, first off, the I mean they've got six. I don't want to see the same dudes wrestle every week. It, that's why I really am like. I, now I understand, especially in the 90s, where, um, in, not even like the Attitude Era 90s, the early 90s, the new era, yeah. why they had such a roster of those, because you don't want to see the same people every week. You get right. tired of them quicker, especially when most of them are mediocre at best. And that's why territories worked. Yeah, exactly, because you can turn, switch people around. Yep. But, but, dude, their roster is thin, but not only that, but they're also like, physically thin. Yeah. <laughs> they're thin and thin. Yeah, dude, like... But what? yeah, so I, I'm just more excited. I mean, the only the three things that uh, Omega doesn't even make me happy for AEW, man. Um, but it's it's Cody, it's uh, Jericho, mm-hmm. and and it's 
And I, MJF. Yeah, like, okay. And and yeah, I'll give you Mox. Yeah, yeah, Mo- yeah you're right. And I like how Mox is starting to play on his own game. Like, was am I just the hardcore guy? Like, he's like even like making fun of already like yeah. the reputation he has in AEW. Like, he's yeah. a smart dude. Like, you know, that whole like, I'm sure you guys have all seen the uh, uh, the Stone Cold podcast they did live on the network. Yeah, which, yeah, which yeah. was a train wreck. Which he's apologized for. Yeah, but too. it's like, Stone I don't know Cold. if he was drunk or high. But no, I, I think... Stone I think just No, Steve, yeah, Steve Austin apologized. It was more so that that at the time Dean Ambrose was, uh, I mean, was under such a strict character gimmick yeah. that he didn't want to break that on that podcast. Well, there's and a it, lot going in on it. But, yeah, but and he was burnt too. But I think, I think if, we, surly, if yeah. we start from the Jericho podcast of John Moxley saying, dude, this is why I was so sick and tired. I wanted to leave. If that's day one to now... You get it. You understand, like, yeah. oh, this is the freedom he now has to uh, cut his own promos, talk about how he wants to talk, uh, use the tights that he wants to use, and wrestle how he wants to wrestle, right? Like, you get more of a three-dimensional character than weird Dean Ambrose that I remember he was the champion and he had, like, a 10-gallon hat and he was playing, uh, he was gambling, he had poker chips, like, you know what I mean? And, like, drinks. I, I don't know. There's some time. There were, there were, when, I remember when they had the snowstorm and it was the only time in Raw history where they couldn't do an actual live show. Oh, yeah. But he showed up to uh, uh, Titan Tower and, like, he was amazing on that. And I thought, like, and this was, like, you know, early on into after the 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 break of, breakup shield. of the Shield and stuff. And I was like, this guy's going to be the next big thing. And kind of floundered. Anyway, he made chicken salad out of chicken, chicken shit. Thing. Exactly. Yeah. He, he had a tendency to do that with what he was given. But so I do think MJF, <laughs> who, again, if we're talking about AEW Dark on his commentary proved, I was telling Adam before, and this, as I've mentioned on this podcast before, I'm a huge, huge Piper mark. But I think he might be our, our generation's Piper, where he's so good at being a heel that even if he stays a heel forever. But he's not a heel right now. He, he's not. Well, that, not anymore. There's a whole, that's a whole other co- topic. But. I think it's a build-up to yeah. It, when he oh, finally turns, when yeah. he finally wraps the chair around <laughs> Cody, I can wait. If, if you if you told me if you said, "Hey, look, it's going to happen in two years," yeah. I'd wait. Yeah, because I know it's going to be beautiful. But could it happen but he, Saturday? But nothing about his character is going to change, though. That's the one part. Is like he's still going to be MJF. He's just going to hate Cody Rhodes, but and then we'll get beautiful promos out. But of But I mean, he's yeah, and I don't care. He's he is entertaining. That dude lives his gimmicks. So so yeah, exactly. So when he was about to hit. It, 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 it looked like he was about to hit Cody a couple of weeks yeah. ago, and then he didn't. Like he just literally drank in that pop. Yeah. Like, like, and he just like, I'm the best thing on here, and you fucking yeah, know it. Like, and he like... and he knew it, and he knew that they knew it. Yeah. Like it was it was a beautiful thing, and the way he did the uh, uh, the Pearl Harbor on uh, uh, Jericho and um, Jack Hager yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and that was that was beautiful too. But so, I, think, I think we are seeing, a, as fans at large, we're seeing the uh, a new star, a birth of a new star. We're I think he's revelation. their first real breakout yeah, star. Yeah, definitely. Um, but the Cody gimmick, the Cody Cody gimmick, the Cody promo, promo. was fire. Yeah. Which again, we I, t- I was talking, I think both of you maybe individually before is like we could call it. Remember when that dark. dude used to be made fun of because people just made fun of his lisp and they thought he had no charisma and he was just like and that mustache and the mustache the but. <laughs> Dude, he's just—he's nailed it. Like he knows what he's doing. Um, he's the be- definitely the best. I mean, for I would say like there. Obviously, you have MJF, you got Jericho, you got Cody Rhodes. The new new uh, or the Young Bucks have a ton of charisma. They're really funny, but they don't do a lot. Of, they haven't done a lot of mic work in uh, yeah 
AEW. But, I mean, you have your two best guys at the top of your thing as far as, like, your two best, you know, Cody, Jericho. They're the best in the mic. They're the most charismatic right now. They can carry long emotional promos. Yeah. Um, can we also talk about real quick, which I thought was the best thing about AEW this week, and it was probably my favorite thing they've done, which was that package about Jericho. Yes. Holy oh. shit. Oh, so, before you, I'll let you... I get, we, we do have a new signing for AEW. Uh... Soul Train Jones? Soul Train Jones? Go, go, uh, fuck Money Jones. Oh, fuck Money. <laughs> you give him that fuck money. Uh, but yeah, Virgil is uh, back for Vincent whatever reason. Um, they, didn't, they didn't really sign him, though. I saw on Wrestle News uh, that uh, Virgil was signed. He needs a payday. Well, so. he Jesus. probably showed that up. That keeps at, him off of... Uh, sadvirgil.com. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you, the other thing I did enjoy about AEW Dark... Uh, they do these little promos, these little packages called from undesirable to undeniable, and they talk to different wrestlers and even the uh, one of the the refs, right? But they did talk to Jimmy Havoc this week. I, I, you're you're thumbing down, you're thumbs in it down. James Dean's thumbing down. But uh, you're healing, you're healing off. But I just like that he was like, "Well, nobody wanted me wrong, and here I am alive." Like that was the biggest thing. Yeah. That, he, that was the biggest fu to people. So was that he was alive. So let let's say this. Like I know, like we, we talked about Marco Stone real quick. And then we, we talked about, you know, of course, Jimmy Havoc. It's undeniable that these guys are signed. We can't take that away. Yeah, yeah maybe it's their friend signing them, but they're on fucking TV. Look, you know? look, I even said this before. I don't even, like, good for Jimmy Havoc. Good he's getting a payday. I don't care. Yeah. Good for him. I don't want, I mean, even if, like, I don't know him personally. Like, it's not a personal front that he's on TV. I just find him the least... Sometimes I go, Marco Stunt is a more believable pro wrestler. Don't, don't, fact, don't try to fuck on me. Yeah. And try, don't, and, and try to say Jimmy Havoc's a world title guy. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? MDF had the best, the best joke the whole night um, about, um, about Havoc. Jimmy Havoc. And he's like, he's like, he's like a statue. By that, I mean, he's like, he's like a marble statue. And by that, he, uh, he's pale and has no arms. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but all right, so Anyways. let's go into that Jericho package. But that Jericho package was amazing. I never, like, the the thing is, like, I kind of, like, sometimes I don't like when they go too humorous. Yeah. Yeah. But it was so fucking entertaining. I was like, I don't even care. Yeah. Like, Anything with Jericho. Sammy Cavaro is like, yeah. he's like, he's 48. He's the youngest AEW champion. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. And he's like, which one do you want? Do you want this one or this? And he's like, yes. I'm like, you know. He just gets up and kisses him on the, the cheek or whatever. Yeah. And then you know, Jack Hager not talking. Not talking. Yeah. <laughs> not able to talk. He's got yeah. the great, the, the big hurt. Like, took it off of Frank Thomas. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, no, um, but, and then that his, what is his, mom, grandma's friend from church. Yeah, exactly. Like, she was great. <laughs> he was great in it too. Like, yeah. So it was, fucking good. It was, it was, it was very well put together. But you know what they had in that video? Him working out, him training for like a half a second. That's what I want. I want cats when they're like, oh, I'm training for this match. I'm, I'm yeah. Really I, I like, I like, especially because that's what the NWA used to do with like the road do warriors, cardio, like, Nikita Koloff. Like, yeah. like, show them like, yeah. I mean, they don't show them pump it up, juicing up, but they show everything. But <laughs> blowing rails. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awful. You, you can't ready? show that to children. What a rush! Dude, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that video of them oh, all shirtless? Yeah, when they're doing, doing the in the locker room doing, doing coke, doing doing, doing yayo. <laughs> God bless. <laughs> I love it. You just put some shirtless beef dudes. Just hey, man, you're up. I do. But here, here anyway. so so yes, it was although entertaining, but it just seemed it, you don't take you don't you're not taking Cody Rhodes seriously. 
You know what I mean? It kind of kills the match a little bit to me. Well, I I also kind of think of like, again, we say that the inner circle could be uh, adjacent to the NWO where Hogan was a champion. What I mean, how many serious videos did the NWO put out, right? They'd always be kind of jokey uh, because they knew that they had power in numbers, right? Yeah, but I think the difference would be like, like, theirs would be making, they were cool and they were making fun of people. This is like satirical of themselves. Yeah. It's a weird, but I mean, look, man, try something new. Keep doing something. If, as yeah. long as you can hear entertaining, like you're, you got midget, you got five foot, a hundred pound kids wrestling, like dinosaur men, like whatever. It's I like, got you. It definitely I mean, is. It, my big, this works better than Aaron Stevens. I well, mean, yeah, we'll get we'll, to we'll that. We'll get to that. But Holy I will say, shit. Special shout out to my girl, Brandy Rhodes. I thought you brought it this week. I love the promo. You looked fine as fuck. And I thought your Yo. promo was coming together, and I liked everything she said. So <laughs> yeah. you do you, Brandy. Moving on. And I guess we'll, we'll, we'll talk about NXT last because that yeah. was actually my favorite show. Uh, close. I mean, AEW was close. Yeah. AEW put on a good show. Uh, AEW, the Dawson's, man. Big fat dudes. Oh, Amazing. Yeah. I love them. And they wear shirts. Unless, yeah. uh, what's the other guy's name from AEW? He finally put a shirt on. And I know. He, that's and he, why we all the time looks great. The, the, the Dark Order. The Dark Order. It, it, it looks helps so much. Yeah, he's 100 times better. Also, I do say, I like his, I thought his mask update was Just, super yeah. fucking cool, yeah. too. So well, keep doing you, Dark Uno. Yeah, you Just do that. keep your shirt on. You do that, <laughs> Smash Bro. Uh, but yeah, no, so um, I actually wrote down notes for my two favorite shows. But yeah, oh. Power was great. I thought it was like, I, I mean, the, the Aaron Steven thing. Yeah, so Aaron Steven starts off. Um, his promos are getting better. He's like dialing it down. Right. I think so. So yeah, he's, he's so he's yeah he's figuring it out, and I'm appreciative of that. If he stay, if he gets like one notch lower, I think he nails it. I think he has that gimmick down. I think I, it works way better when he's in the ring as well. When yeah. he's kind of doing a shtick in the ring, and I think the the crowd reacts to it, and it makes more sense. If I were AD, or if I were NWA, if I were William Patrick Corrigan, <laughs> I might just cut out the his promos and let him just do all the stuff in the ring. Just show what he's doing in the ring. Yeah. Uh, maybe a week or two, and then bring back the promos, and then you can yeah. kind of build off that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so it, yeah, exactly. And we'll get into the match here in a sec. Um, there was a few other things before we got actually to uh, Stevens and Starks. So yeah, so Dawson's look amazing. Um, they were not wrestling yet. Uh, they were challenged by uh, Kingston, yeah, Kingston, Kingston and, 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 and Homicide. And, yeah. and, and Homicide. They're, but they're short, right? <laughs> Those cats are like five seven, five eight. Are they? I mean, well, compared to the Dawson's, the Dawson's Kendra's look like looks mountain. No, no, no. So. Kingston's like Kingston. Six yeah, feet. Kingston looks good. Yeah, it's, I think he's six ha- Homicide's feet. Homicide's pretty short. Five, yeah. I don't know. They but, both look short compared to the Dawson's. Yeah. Well, the Dawson's are only six two, so they're not even that big. Like, yeah, but again, larger than life yeah. characters. Yeah, and, and the, the beards. Wild card. We're not even talking about the wild card. Dude, I love. But the thing is, I, I, I actually something about the Dawson's to me just feels right. It feels like an old school. It does. Yeah, it, was like, well, an old school heel yeah, heel then, wrestling. Like I said, yeah. the, there's something weird. I don't know what it is about the one Conan boot, the one fucking the, yeah. They, boot. they <laughs> one wears on the left, one wears yeah. it on the right. But it, like it works. It's something different. Yeah, but because 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 it, it has nothing to do with their gimmick. Yeah. It's just it's well, a yeah, part of their gear. Yeah, because yeah, they're not acting like barbarians whatsoever. Like exactly. one eighth barbarian. <laughs> my one, Kinda, uh, and it's my leg. <laughs> exactly. But but yeah, I'm, I'm happy with them. I'm glad that we've got like a old school <coughs> old school kind of like beautiful. it was beautiful yeah. and they're like good on the mic yeah and like, I'm like great I'm, heels and I'm like heels. I hate y'all but in the in, in a wrestling way exactly you know what I mean it's Perfectly like I, I want to see you get your ass kicked and I love that feeling yep. 100% um, and then and of course I want the segment with Tim Storm that was so new but old at the same time it was like it felt realistic mm-hmm. as far as like you know having uh, 
Um, not Eli Drake. What's no, it? I thought it was great. Yeah, it, it, exactly. Yeah, uh, so you have uh, Tim Storm, you know, talking about you know if he's going to retire and or not. Nick Aldis. And then yeah, Nick. Oh, I'm sorry, I the blanked fact on it. Nick. Suits yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's so professional. You're making, like you look like a million dollars as a champion when you're wearing those beautiful suits. Yeah. And even as a challenger, like, it's, been, it's been stated a million times. But there's some about. I mean, Nick Aldis holding the NWA belt. It looks like, so right. If that's how you do it, like it, it, it's so pimp. And yeah. I can't wait for the video game. The video game looks pimp yeah. too. Oh god, yeah. That's a bit. I mean, but they, that game has been in development for years. Yeah, and, and the, they're and just now tying an NWA thing. To the, it, there's but. another one. I think it's actually called Fire or something. With the um, Fire Pro. Yeah, that's Fire, Japanese. Yeah, yeah, the Japanese but, one. Yeah, I've seen all those cats on like YouTube watching like <laughs> Fire Pro wrestling videos. Like, oh my god, look, it's Sting. And but then, yeah, dude, I'm. I'm, I'm I was feeling that segment a lot. You know what segment I liked was the next one. I have it in order. That's how I know. Good. <laughs> That's what I probably need to it's start doing. a little bit of preparedness. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I need to start Some... writing down notes. Uh, Thunder Rose's debut. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, she actually lives here in, uh, I think, yeah, San, San Antonio, Antonio, Houston. Uh, has an MMA match coming up. Yeah, this week. Uh, yeah, uh, shout out to her. Um, best of luck in that match. Hope you hope you get over on that Marty one. Bell. Marty Bell is someone that I, I kind of like seeing come out. Uh, and that promo. What? That promo. I liked the little fakey. Uh, but what I did like was when the match ended. And we'll, we'll get to Marty Bell in a sec. Because I think she can work. Yeah. But those drums. Oh. Those doom, 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 doom. You're like, what the fuck? I got nervous. I was like, what the fuck's about? What's, what's happening? And then the first time nothing happened, right? Yeah. And then it goes to break and it comes back. And then, and then Thunder Rosa does the Pearl Harbor on yeah. uh, Marty Bell. Was it Marty? No, no, no. Uh, that, uh, it was, was that other, uh, was that other it was the, the champ. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Yeah, the champ. I, I yeah. forgot I didn't apologize. Um, but anyway, but before yeah, that, Thunder Rosa yeah. had a good match with Ashley Vox. That was Ashley Vox's second match there. Yeah. And she looked great. She, I mean, Ashley Vox is a good uh, enhancement talent. Yeah. Actually, uh, reminds me of like Dakota Kai or something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then she, yeah, Thunder Rosa comes back in. Uh, gets the champ, and those drums come back. I was like, oh, shit. And then Marty Bell gets in the... Okay, so we'll talk about the Marty Bell uh, Marty Bell uh, promo. I just... I mean, it looked a little fake. Um, yeah, but I've, I've been a fan. I'm not a fan, but I remember her from Impact, and I think she yeah. can work. She can move around. No, she can work. If there's... if Maybe she needs a little polish. I mean, a ton of folks here that are young yeah. just need the polish, right? Yeah, like, and they're just, just like... like yeah, like it's yeah. live TV, essentially. Like, there are no recuts and shit, so yeah. like... like if she, but if she were on SmackDown, I'd probably be like, oof, this is bad. But Oof. But no, I like Marty Bell. I'm a fan. But then we had... But Thunder Rosa, if you're listening, uh, Adam Danger is uh, open to managing. Oh, my God. Kayfabe only. Kayfabe only. <laughs> Yeah. So the next thing we had was uh, the Naked Man, uh, oh, Aaron ties. Stevens. Dude, that's like it, it, the best line was like, yeah, like it was like you and Terry will say it's like the most heelish thing you can do is wear new tights. <laughs> so he's yeah he's firing on all cylinders in terms of heeldom, right? Yeah, I mean uh, that that's gonna be the best subliminal heel move I've seen yeah. in a long time. Yeah, but it's, it's like, so awful. Like, and then the pink knee, like, the most hard on the eye. Like, it's like, like is is that Macho Man naked? <laughs> But in terms Which of Which you can see on our follow-up podcast. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Men in Motion. Yes. <laughs> yeah, me and the boys, Men in Motion. Oh. <laughs> we really need to do Me and the Boys, Men in Motion. That's right. Yes. We need to do a parody podcast of that. Yeah. This, just this one. is a parody podcast. <laughs> <laughs> to say the exact same thing. This is the... the, the 
out of the, all the things I do, this table of studs, and I really do appreciate y'all listening in. Uh, it is the most listened to uh, segment of the week, so uh, not a parody, <laughs> nor is the horror podcast, nor is the motivational solo show. Uh, but yeah, more people listen to the wrestling show. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, Starks, Starks uh, does the uh, the best uh, finisher of all time, yeah. uh, the roll up, right. <laughs> and uh, gets scientifically in- proven to be undefeatable, undefeatable, impregnable. Uh, God, Starks looks great, man. Yeah, Stark. God, I God bless might, him. Here. I honestly think of all of the uh, the uh, NWA talent right now that is getting the most like is becoming a breakout. I think it's Stark. Oh man, that guy deserves. Even it. though that uh, really, in fact, the audience actually shouted "awkward," which is the whole like kissing his hand thing from a few weeks. Oh, yeah, was awful. But well, he says that he, didn't land. But yeah, I mean, he he admits like he, you know he's very flamboyant. He's a flamboyant man. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Was that. Just, it was like there was no communication. It was it was just a bad thing. It wasn't. I don't mind that. It was like it was just like. It was just awkward. It was, like, okay. It just, yeah. It was just. It was. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyways. But yeah, anyways. But in the ring, kid is really great. I, I I love the fact that Aaron Stevens is losing. Yeah. Um. I think that's getting him over yeah. as a heel, right. and it's it's working beautiful, and it's and at the same time, it's making Starks look good. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, he's not the. You can tell he's tall. Yeah. You can tell he's a bigger guy, but he's he's not the you know the widest guy in the world. Right. You know, but he still looks great, yeah. and he can move. Uh, and and and, and I, I think he has all the, the he has the look. I think his facial expressions are amazing. Amazing, like you can tell. Like that's is it, like is it, normally on the mic, he's like he, you know, even with his what, uh, what is it? Not bone daddy. Uh, what was it? Bone daddy. His little what? Like, the thing on the back of his like shirt when he comes out, it's like smooth or something like. Oh, I'm I'm not sure. Damn it, I can't believe I'm blank on that. I even said it okay. earlier. But anyways, we'll bring it up he next knows week. who he is as a character. He's good on the mic. Yeah, and he's great in the ring. I think he's got a lot of potential. So then, uh, we had Cabana and Storm for the um, uh, U.S. title. Uh, okay, so Which this is where I gotta I gotta also heal off, dude. That that title looks like garbage. I love it. I it's my I no it. I fucking way. love it. Oh, it looks like a tire that someone like cut open and uh, just I or love, a girdle like a male girdle. I feel like every time I see it, I feel like I just got into a time machine into nineteen sixty eight. It looks like I love trash. it. I love it if it's if if I'm living in the eighties and they oh, want God, the US title. I, I'm sorry. I, I agree with Adam Danger here. I mean, look, I'm not judging Philistines. Look, it looks like you know when you open up a, a fruit roll up and it's just kind of like that weird color. That's what it looks like. The belt looks like you just have like an old fruit roll up like wrapped around. You're an old fruit roll up. <laughs> it looks like a gold booger on a red. You're a gold booger. That's the thing too. Is like the, that's what belts should look like. But the United States itself, as it's a so shape, literal. It's so literal. Like, I mean, they, I mean, they should maybe like round it look, on it's the bottom. For the South, you know, they need or to spell out for them. What are we a Confederate flag now? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> You know what? And speaking of that, okay, look, you know, uh, the first the first few minutes, I mean, I love Colt Cabana. You, you, you know, like he's great. That, the comedy gimmick sometimes yeah. it gets a. What was I saying? I like Colt Cabana. Um, I think he's actually incredibly talented. Yeah. I would rather watch his Matt Classic. Those were air quotes for people at home. Uh, his Matt Classic gimmick. The visually impaired. Because yeah. I think, first of all, it would make more sense in the NWA. He's a classic old school mass wrestler. Leave it to Aaron Stevens. We got one already. Yeah, we don't need... And it's like just... It, it's an hour It's an hour show, folks. You know? and it, But after the first few minutes, he it felt like he started taking it seriously. Yeah, right. And that's what he and, does, but still, like... And it was amazing. Yeah, it was a great match. Yeah, it And was, I'm it glad was, he won, and I'm glad that... They, but the Eye of the Storm is the worst 
finisher ever. You don't like it where he's just floating over the guy and the, the oh, guy he does. He and... does the airplane and just drops him. That's not a finisher. Yeah, it's kind of weak. But what if he? What if his whole gimmick is I'm a wrestler from the 1950s that I've been thrown through a. Time then you have to accept the title. Then. What do you mean? You have to accept the title, the U.S. Yeah, title. Exactly, because it's 1950. If you like the finisher, well, you must like Well, even those belts were better than this belt. Those belts were like Riho's belt. Those were tiny belts yeah, in the yeah, 50s. Yeah, it still looks better than... It was like a mirror. That's all it was. It was like a mirror belt. <laughs> no, this, this belt's atrocious. Like, uh, William Patrick, uh, get your act together. Anyway. Chaos with an X won't even be seen with God, a belt like that. I'm so... I've never not liked you guys so much in my life. Oh, my God. Okay, <laughs> so... The match ends and we think the show is over. Nah, uh, uh, says AW and the timeline that I'm watching it on. I'm like, it has 10 more minutes. <laughs> what happens is, uh, you know, of course, early in the show, Dawson's were approached by uh, Outlaw Inc. is their actual name. Yeah. I wrote it down here. I'm so glad. Um, Challenge them to a match. You know, if they beat them, they get the number one contender spot for the titles. Right. Um, and that was, oof. Yeah. Oof. That was, I mean, that was... That tied third. No, that was not tied third. That was actually third for my match of the week. But uh, Rock and Roll Express make their second yes. the second debut, man. I'm just like, okay, cool. Uh, but overall, a great show. Yeah. You know, uh, I think um, AEW is amazing. Um, I think you keep saying AEW. You mean NWA Power. You, you know what I mean. Power with three R's, friends. Into the fire. Dun, anyway. dun, dun, dun. God, I love that intro now, man. It's because it's perfect. That Don Duncan, man. That's that that, that beginning where it's just like the picking of the guitar. Yeah. I'm like, I'll, I want to wrestle again. Like, anyway. All right. So now we'll talk about the show of the week, NXT. NXT. Definitely. Uh, starts Huge off. pull up in the ratings. Huge pull up. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that before we jump into yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, AEW, since AEW's launch, has been crushing them in the ratings. But Which is to be expected for yeah, a new show. Of course, show. exactly. We said that before. It's like, you know, this is their... People waiting for their live you know, debut. Even though NXT hasn't been on USA before. They've had a, an hourly uh, hourly show. Um, but the... the You know, I think the exposure with the with the uh, Thursday and um, everything... Um, with Thursday, with uh, uh, SmackDown and Raw has caused some more eyes on NXT uh-huh. and I think people are seeing the quality difference but I definitely say that um, you know it, they came back huge and again um, which we talked about the uh, the some live attendance issues as far as not filling out uh, the uh, auditoriums or yeah that was weird we did notice that uh, we did notice that there was a picture taken of the the hard cam uh, at AEW they're yeah. in Charlotte right in yeah, Charlotte, you know, a, another wrestling town. Yeah, um, I, I, you know, home of the roads. Home of, of the yeah. roads, and yeah, not not selling out as much. Uh, we're gonna take a little pause here. We do have a special guest, uh, as earlier as we we, we tried to introduce earlier. We tried. We tried. Uh, we got Paulie uh, coming how, in. How are you doing? Uh, we're 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 doing <laughs> Is great. Is this thing on? Uh, no, it's not. It's actually a, a dummy mic, but it's okay. <sighs> Uh, <laughs> but it, I mean, it allows I us it. to play off someone who's not in the room, so the uh, listener will be confused. This is this is uh, Tanner Turdway's is number this, one. Is fan. this Tanner's mic? That's why it's the this dummy is Tan- mic. This is Tanner <laughs> Turdway. <laughs> Tanner Turdway's number one fan of the show. Yes, Paul, uh, e. Paul E. Yes, Lee. the glorious locks. That he uh, has. So we were just talking about talking about NXT. Uh, it was the show of the week for us. Uh, we were all in agreement. Uh, did you get to watch it? Um, I got. 
through bits and pieces. I haven't sat okay. down and watched the whole thing. Okay. Um, I saw the end, um, the six man tag. Okay. Well, um, uh, do you do you have a minute while we talk about it? Sure. All right. Cool. We're gonna run through a couple of things before we get into that. Uh, but we got the ratings. Um, Big come up for the ratings. They're only a few points behind for this week. So, yeah, it eight, but it was like eight hundred, eight thousand. Bolt had at least eight hundred thousand. Yeah. Yep. But imagine SmackDown and Raw being the lead up for NXT this week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Saw NXT. Now you're like, I, even as a fan, I was like, I have there's to see a, what there's happens. There's a vested on NXT. interest to watch. Plus, NXT. I think um, once the internet found out that AJ was going to be on. Oh yeah. Uh, it, this week, so yeah. I think that was a huge thing too. And that's how the show kicked off with the OC uh, making a run in uh, on. Uh, Forgot who it was. Well, I think I think they just come in to shoot a promo. AJ shooting his mouth off, and then Champa comes well, out. Well, no, before that, before before NXT started started started. Oh well, no, they, they were beating up. Uh, AD, yeah. They were beating up Undisputed Era, like yeah. in the yeah. back, right? They're just like uh, Doc Gallows is really taking it to you know. Kyle yeah. Riley. And there was like a big old ketchup stain. I don't know if it was meant to look like blood, but on the trailer. And I was like, is that blood or ketchup? And then I saw a ketchup bottle. I was like, that's weird. Is he eating a hot dog? Was he getting paid? But yeah, so the OC comes out. Amazing. Uh, Champa, Keith Lee, and Matt Riddle come out. The bro. Set up a, a three-on-three match. Now, for I the, do have for something the... to say about that. Okay, let's what, 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 let's Somebody hear. on this podcast, I don't know who it was. I was listening. I'm a faithful listener. Thank you very much. Somebody said, I don't remember. So if, y'all, if you said it, own it up. About Matt Riddle's kicks? No, oh. not Matt Riddle's kicks, but that he can't sell. That was me. That was you. I did say that uh, the past couple of matches I'd seen with Matt Riddle, this now, was not selling. I think I added, to be honest with you, I was listening to this in the shower, right? Oh. <laughs> and in motion. <laughs> you me and the boys. I, I can't wait for you to listen yes! back to this one. Yes! Oh, my God. So, dude. <laughs> this is our big de- demo, a big target audience. And so, I, I, I get home from it the It skyrockets in the ratings. <laughs> I get home from the gym, I put it on, and I'm you know, doing my shower thing, getting ready for work. I'm in the shower, dude, you shampoos, wanna... bubbles everywhere, right? And then I hear somebody say, Riddle can't sell. Dude, I almost, oh my God, I lost my mind. Well, is it just overall or just the last no, few No, no, I, I would say the, the past couple of weeks when I'd see Matt Riddle, uh, when he was in matches with anyone else... I felt like he wasn't selling enough. I felt like he would take a hit and he would just bounce right back up as if he was kind of like okay. uh, Gumby or something like that. Like he, it, nothing yeah, really had gu- an effect on him. You use that Gumby line a few times, yeah. Which I, uh, I think is the most evocative. I'm so use. glad that I'm not the only one that was super heated about this because during that podcast I was super heated. Were you in the shower too? Exactly. <laughs> with, with Paul. It was weird though because we were... It was weird because we were both in the shower yeah, at right? the same time. And I was filming the podcast, which was weird. Man in motion. But, uh, <laughs> me and the boys. But yeah, no, I mean, Riddles, that's the thing is he... For a dude that doesn't even have to sell because legitimately he would just fucking tear everybody's head off in the whole uh, federation. But, um, dude, he when he was through with the Indies, he, he learned to sell really well, especially for um, uh, dudes like Keith Lee or Chris Hero when he was wrestling on the Indies. Like, he really was a... Like, I'm glad he was doing it then. He wasn't but doing then, it NXT now. now I'm gonna everybody's have to go, doing I, bounce I'm up. I'm going to have to go... Yeah, I'm going to have to go back and watch that because... Like, watch, watch, like, the past... I would say the past three weeks of... Of uh, just his matches, it's not anything big. I just noticed that like he'd take a clothesline and just pop right back up, and then get into but some again, offense. But again, as I've stated, there you can definitely tell that those matches were basically to, as of this week, proved that he's now the, yeah. in their main no, event. He picture. looks like a million bucks. I love him. I, I, I know. I mean, look, and this is no common. This is not a criticism, but look at the the, the Keith Lee Dijakovic matches. Same thing. Not a lot of selling going in those matches. Just a back and forth brawl. So it's like. It's 
something NXT seems to be doing right now, which is like really trying to get. Yeah, there. no, there was, there was a spot between him and AJ last night near the end of the match that I saw, um, and this was just last night getting home and just kind of watching it, kind of tuning in now. That I don't know if he took a kick to the back of the head or something. We'll get that. Well, okay, let's sa- let, let let's save that really quick. I'll run through the rest of the show really quick, and we'll talk about the main. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to touch on a couple of things. I just wanted to say Damian Priest doing the Razor's Edge. Yeah, uh, needs to be a finisher. If you're gonna do it, don't let anyone kick out of that fucking move because it looks fucking devastating. But also call it the Razor's Edge. Don't call it was it the Crucifix Bomb. Yeah, it's so fucking That's dumb. Call it, or call it the the. Well, well if he changes to his finisher, he has to call it something else. But yeah, uh, call it the uh, the da- Damian Mackle uh, doing the Vader Bomb. Don't do that unless you're two hundred more two hundred pounds heavier. Okay. Who? Uh, da- uh, Damian. Uh, like da- Tony Nese Dam- or he gave a Vader Bomb and uh, Tony Nice. No, not Tony Nese. No. Who are we talking about? <laughs> look at look. Well, well, I digress. Let's let's move on past I don't even this. Know really. I fast forward this the women's right. match. That yeah. NXT has the best women's Baszler wrestling I said ever that twice. in the world. Yeah. In and the I world. just said no. No, no, no. And that's what I was gonna say. Hey. You are so right. Yeah, dude. Like, I've been I've been watching. You can stretch it, man. You're fine. It's their their women's division so stacked. It makes every other women's division look fucking. Pathetic. There is no comparison yeah. as of right now. Yeah. It, minus the Thunder Rosa match. Yeah. I think that had a good comparison to it. And I think if if, if NWA keeps that up, I think they're going to see was, dude, a good my, comparison. My girl Tainara got her win. Yo, yo, I was about to. Yo, I was about to message you like Tainara. Uh, dude, that's my girl right Tainara there. Tainara Conti, right? Uh-huh. Man, we're, we're almost at the main. So, uh, so then uh, gearing up for Survivor Series, I don't think they should have all the women fighting each other though. Dude, Shayna Baszler's going to murder dude, why both not? of them. Because, yeah. because why? why do you, not? We need, dude. We need a but fucking no, women's. War games. Well, well, I'm all about that. Okay, but all the NXT women are kicking each other's ass when it should be focused on Survivor Series. Fuck that bullshit. They need to establish themselves well, as the dominant first off, Shane force. Shane just Shane Baszler is gonna. Eat oh my god, rush. that promo on Raw was actually the probably one of my favorite things. Fucking anyway, killer. I digress. Can I see? Can we watch Shane Baszler versus Brock Lesnar shoot match? Oh my I god! Pay big money to see. So. That. Uh, Garza versus Tony Nese. It was a good match. It was I, solid, yeah. That, that pants spot was pretty cool. Yeah, pants spot That pants spot was great. They didn't think they did it right. Okay, so now we'll be, we can get into the main Oh, now. boy. <laughs> so we had the triple tag with OC with, with Keith Lee, uh, Matt Riddle, and Ciampa. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to spitball some things here, and then I'm going to let y'all have it, because I just want to make sure people understand what fucking happened in that fucking match. Yeah. There was 100% true psychology yep. in that match. Did you see that hot tag for, for Riddle? Yep. And so when Riddle got in, everyone flipped their shit, and Riddle wreaked havoc on everybody, on everybody. And then after a hot tag, what's supposed to happen is you get cut off. And he was cut, I mean, uh, it was cut off perfectly. And then it, everything else was good. It was a perfect cutoff. Minus Riddle's botch. I mean, he jumped out of the ring. Yeah. And that looked brutal, and I hope his back's okay. Um, and I didn't like the match not ending. That, uh, what are you going to do? What ending do you have? I mean, a, a, a disqualification of some sort, at least. I mean, at least call it for someone. I mean, because if, if, if you're doing it for the sake of not hurting anybody for Survivor Series, it's, it's pointless. Yeah, we're all in the because, bag cause then, cause then, Because then don't do it on SmackDown, don't do it on Raw. Look, man, give, give us an ending, and and then don't complain about Hell in a Cell. All I know is, dude, we got I, we, 
No, if, if you're going to complain how it ended, don't complain. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I think it's different. I do. Well, think one, it's this, this is just the this is just a Wednesday regular Wednesday. And, night. and dude, uh, first off, we got the moment we've all been waiting for. But where's yet? Where 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 does Balor stand then? What you do you don't mean? know, and that's what makes it interesting. What's the moment you're waiting for? Well, I'm saying like it wasn't you. Dude, he did the the We're Prince not, it Devitt. It wasn't Balor. It was Prince Devitt. Prince Devitt. Okay. Double bullet club them. Too sweet. Didn't uh, didn't do a run in for Champa though. No, or but, for um, no, but I'm saying they're building. I'm hoping. I mean, in a perfect world, they're building Hogan, to that. He's gonna Hogan it up, bash at the beach. What do you think? Come out and you mean finger poke a doom? What are you talking about? No, today? no, like swerve, like 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 actually like turn on someone. Like he's gonna cut. Well, I don't, he's already he's I, on, I don't know who. I mean, cut a promo on Hogan, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know the reason why this company is in a shithole. It is. <laughs> Bullshit like this, the bullshit politics. <laughs> I could do, I could do Vince Russo. He does, all he does night. Vince Russo. But dude, it was like. So anyway, yeah. So I just wanted to set up with y'all, and I wanted to hear y'all's opinions on it. Can we talk about first off the fact, like both Riddle? I mean, Keith Lee. Well, I'll talk about him in a second. But AJ and Riddle and AJ and Champa made so like they were so good together in the ring. Like yeah, that because you. AJ Styles is literally one of the best in the world, if not the best all around. Like, yeah. Consider, like I said, considering the amount of days he works, his age, everything, dude can always kill, have a great match with anybody. So he's kind of like the, that's the litmus test. Like, if you can hang with... The measuring stick. Yeah. Yeah. If you can hang with AJ. And I was telling somebody, I think it was my brother, but I always, like, I saw, so a few years ago at PWG, I saw um, Chompa Live. It was him, Brian Cage... Um, nice name drop, by the way, PWG. Yeah, well, you know. Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Pro Wrestling How long did you wait for those tickets? Uh, I don't know. I bought, did, uh, the, the mailman bought me the tickets. Or I think he got the tickets. <laughs> he delivers on Sunday. Exactly. He oh, always okay. delivers. Anyways, um, big shout out to Mike. But but it was... Um, <laughs> mailman. And, anyway. It was the it was Ciampa, Brian Cage, and the guy that's now the NXT referee. And I'm blanking on his name. The dude with a jack tan? Yeah, with yeah. the tan. Jesus and the, Christ. The that is like the... two... Two, like... So tones. he used to be a pro wrestler. In fact, yeah. he's a hardcore wrestler. Yeah. He is the nicest person I've ever met in my life. And he, I mean, of anybody I've ever met. Yeah. But maybe stop tanning so much. You know? Dude, you know? it was no. I'm glad You're you saw it. But he you is like super, like, he's like, he, like, he's like got covered in, in like, is, in a, Is in he straight up gel? Scars? What do you mean gel? Oh, yeah. Jimmy Laundry. What? Oh, Jim, oh, GTL, what was it Jim called? Jim Laundry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. GTL, sorry. But anyways... But I remember seeing Chum being like, he's good, but I don't, I don't really see star power, especially in that match. He had like, Not yet. But but now, yeah. first of all, like I also said, he has become like a fucking sniper. That dude is the one of the most precise. Everything he hits is yeah. always on the mark. Yeah. Dude, he's mad impressed. And he knows his character now. Like, he's he has impressed me massively. I never saw him as a main event picture, especially when... when uh, um, uh, DWI came out, and you're like, "Oh, look, they're like they're not, they weren't even signed at that point. Gargano and Chamba weren't signed; they were literally just kind of giving a shot." Yeah. But I remember thinking, like, "Other, oh, I mean, it's cool. He's like, I mad respect talent, the the years on the uh, indies. But is he a guy? Like, is he a top guy? Totally won me over. Totally proved me wrong. Yeah. He is incredible. Matt Riddle is a fucking stud to the nth degree. Yep. Him hanging with AJ Styles was like, holy shit." I need more of this immediately. And then, of course, Keith Lee's... And Gallows. Um, that was uh, going no. back and forth with those hard hits. That's the thing I was oh, going to yeah. say. Shoulder blocks. I didn't realize... Because, you know, uh, uh, Doc Gallows is a big dude. But 
He looks skinny. Like, he looks yeah. frail compared to Keeley. Keeley is just like... And they did the tackle drop-down spot. So, yep. Two big dudes doing a tackle, tackle drop-down. Drop Freaking, ugh. Dude, I mean, Keeley is... He, I'm so glad because I thought they were in a Chris Hero his ass where, like, he came out, had a big pop. Remember when they showed him on TV when they announced it? He had a huge pop. You're like, oh, well, yeah, so did Apollo Crews. They did nothing with him. You know, Keeley had his first run... Nothing really happened. He kind of disappeared for a few minutes, and you're like, "Oh well, there that happened. That happened again." But now it's like they're pushing him as a. I think honestly, the run he had with Dijakovic and how over it got the audience is really what. That, I was, mean, that was a great match. And yeah. once again, it proves that the thing that NXT has done, and I was talking with about this before the show. Um, besides how smart Hunter was by fucking picking out all of. The best talent in the Indies, knowing, having the foresight to say, like, I don't want these guys going anywhere else. Um, besides the fact that they've built amazing homegrown talent, the Dijakovics, the Bianca Belairs, even even though he was a wrestler on the Indies, nobody really gave a shit, the Velveteen Dreams. So they've done all that right. But the thing I think they've done right so fucking well that I, everybody should listen to is listening to the audience and booking accordingly. Ciampa Gargano. They, they're literally, it was because of the audience reaction. Yeah. Keith Lee and Dijakovic, their matches got so over. Okay, we're going to let these. We're going to keep doing this. Yeah, the the hype keeps building. But it, it's it's still yeah yeah we're listening to the crowd and, and engaging on what they want. But it's still not giving them what they no, want exactly. at the same time. Yeah, it, no. it's a perfect balance. Yeah, and they they booked it. Yeah, I'm saying. Uh, like, uh, otherwise, you get Bork, <laughs> your favorite wrestler. Don't bring don't bring it up, man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Adam, your thoughts on, on the main event. Uh, no, it was pretty exciting. Again, I, I just kind of I really popped for seeing uh, Finn come out, and yeah. then you wonder, is this the time they're going to finally pull the grenade, and, and are we just going to drop the OC and the Balor Club? Like, what yeah. if? But he didn't come in and save Adam Cole when he no. got bum-rushed either. Nope. After which, which then again, Adam Cole was also like a later rendition of Bullet Club too, yeah. so that was kind of funny, yeah. like the OC and Undisputed. It's like these permutations of the original of the original Ur Bullet Club uh, fighting each other. Uh, but no, I mean, it was exciting. It really, you know, it really ended, uh, this week from Friday to now on a high note. We started kind of, again, starting at the beginning of this podcast, we were in kind of a quandary, like what was going to happen and how this has turned into a new, uh, a tidal wave of excitement. This is the first, this is the most excited I've been for a WWE pay-per-view probably since Mania. Yeah. I mean, I'm literally, this is, I'm super excited about this yeah. paper. Which is kind of cool, because once we get to Survivor Series, we can have all these matches, and then starting December 1st, the road to WrestleMania begins, right? I'm excited for Rome. Oh, that's my favorite. Well, of course, but yeah. I, I mean, that's probably the most exciting every year, especially yeah. with the people that come out and stuff, but, um, and, you know. But it's, it's been a letdown. But Paul, since you are a very special guest, unannounced, which I, I, I totally appreciate. Oh, yeah, no, feel I, free to I, run in. Just like, yeah. Uh, what did what did you think about the main? Um, did you have a match of the week at all you know, um, from any promotion? No. So from what I saw um, from the main event, I mean, great stuff, great stuff. Um, but the ending, I I, I, I like the ending. Yeah. And I I know. Well, I was thinking about it last night. I was like, okay, everything's ended on the schmas. Yeah. They're yeah. like, there's no. There was Everything no, ended on the schmas this week. Yeah. Like there was there was no real ending to it. But I like the way they did it. Yeah. With Finn coming out yeah. and him and AJ having that thing and then um, AJ taking that fucking kick to the chin Ugh. from Adam. That was intense. I, I literally was at, you know, I was, I was at my desk and, um, you know, I'm sorry, but 
when he took the kick, I literally screamed, oh, shit. <laughs> like, oh, shit. I stopped it, you know, rewind right quick, watched it again. But and- a- AJ's receipt to, to Adam was, I mean, looked even more devastating, too. I mean, as it should. Yeah, as it should. I do, I do like how AJ said, oh, that's a receipt. And yeah, I was like, exactly. oh, boy, here comes the insider terminology. But, but, dude, Carney. No, like James said, I'm, I'm, I'm super stoked. I'm actually excited for Survivor Series. Um, I think, you know, SmackDown was very strong, obviously. Um, I like how you Googled how it ended. No, no, no. I was, I was, looking, for, no, I was looking for that guy's name that you were talking about. I don't know I, whoever you were talking about. I don't know oh, Dam- about. yeah, Damien. No, the the you said later bomb. You said, you said like, like Mackleby or something. Damien Mackle. Damien Mackle. Was it Damien Priest? No, no, was it Damien Mackle versus Swerve? Was it that one? Let's see. No, wait. Swerve was was fighting. Oh, he came out. He came out at the end of the match. He wasn't. He wasn't in a match. He came out and and, and uh, did a run in on. Someone. You're talking about Big Damo. Big yeah, sure. You got to remember. You're, this is like my fourth episode of NXT. Watching. I still don't know who you're talking Dude, about. Dude, you're, you're talking about. Uh, uh, it's Big Damo, but it's. Uh, yeah. I only say Big Damo because you say Big Damo. Well, that's what's his name for the longest time. That's what I'll say. Y'all don't even know his Killian name. Dane. Killian, Killian Dane. Oh, Killian Dane. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he can do Vader. He's not. I mean. He needs to be bigger to, in, in, in order for that Vader bomb to be more impressive. He's like three. I do. He's a big dude. He's three twenty. Yeah. How big was Vader? Four hundred. The, the, the Rocky dude, Mountain Monster. Come yeah, on, no, nobody compares to the to 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 Vader, dude. That's, no, yeah, that's my exactly. So change Poor up Leon, move. he was a teddy so bear. change up or move, but <laughs> he didn't he didn't wash his gear. But all right, guys. Well, no, yeah, I'm very excited for uh, Survivor Series. I actually um, sold my Incubus ticket that I had that day in Houston for the 20 year anniversary for Make Yourself. I'm not gonna go because I really want to see Survivor Series. Really? Yeah. Because Incubus is overrated, and. I'm shutting my mouth this because this is going to turn into a whole other conversation. <laughs> We're not going to end. I, I like Incubus. <laughs> what, what's the next subject? So anyway, but on that note, guys, uh, this has been a very discombobulated episode. It's I, been a great I, episode. I could not be happier about it, though. It's pure chaos. It is, it is pure chaos with an X. With an X. Uh, chaos with which, an X. Mind you, Tanner, <laughs> Turdway, and Chaos with an X are stuck in, still stuck in Saudi. We had, before you came in, Tanner, Tanner actually called in. It was probably like 9 o'clock in the morning where he's at right, right now. Yeah. And uh, gave us a call, and uh, hopefully they'll be here next week. Yeah, that makes o- sense. I haven't seen it. Oddly so. enough, you're getting an Incubus ad? Your computer. <sighs> Damn, oh, listen. Dude. <laughs> wow. Big brother is out there, brother. Well, wow. ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Interesting. for Adam Danger, Tanner Turdway, Mike, uh, James Team, and Paul. I want um, Tank Rodriguez. I want to thank you for listening. Oh, before we end, do we, do we have match of the week? Are we all in agreement that was the match of the week? I mean, it was definitely the most exciting. It was like, the, yeah. I, it was either between that or the Th- Thunder Rosa match for me. Like it was, re- like it, you guys really liked that match. Apparently. I really love that Rosa. match. Uh, you know. Hey, yo, hey, fan favorite. Damn. Yo. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as we as we end this podcast here, just uh, be on the lookout for uh, me and the boys, Men in Motion. Uh, Jesus Christ. Following this podcast. Jesus Christ. Anyway, we'll explain that after we get Please off the air. The uh, but yes, this is the stable of studs. I, uh, I'm Tank Rodriguez, and yeah, if we're still allowed to do this, uh, we'll see you <laughs> next week. Have a good one. <laughs>